Join Rowdy and Kyle every Monday and Thursday night for another episode of the Rowdy Magalite Show, sponsored by On Tire Tailgate System. the track the hot pass racing network puts you at the track with arca and all the major nascar series from daytona to the final checkered flag the hot pass racing network is your inside pass all right everyone welcome to the rowdy maglot show and i'd like to welcome our first guest tonight uh calling in tonight jesse love driver the actually the yahoo venturani motorsports uh jesse welcome to the show Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, Jesse, pretty uh, precious uh, sponsor there, uh, Yahoo, on on the side of the car. How many races have you got with, with Yahoo on the side of your car? going to have six races this year, um, including the one of the two dirt races as well in the ARCA series. So uh, definitely a great schedule. And, uh, yeah, obviously really cool to bring Yahoo on board with the first uh, NASCAR team as far as Toyota goes. Uh, to bring them on board. So uh, with how we go and, and JGR, everybody that's in the, the TRD camp, uh, really grateful for Yahoo support. And hopefully we can bond it into a relationship uh, that makes it worth it for them. And obviously that starts with, with getting them in victory lane. So we were pretty close doing that at Dover and looking forward uh, to having them on the car for the rest of the year. Jesse, what what's it like to be uh... – part of that TDR driver development team? It's huge, man. Um, I know that obviously there's been a lot of drivers that have, that have um, been through the program and, and have done a lot of great things, whether it be Christopher um, or other people that kind of, you know, have been comers and goers as well, uh, like William and, and Kyle, you know, the list goes on and on. So um, been great for me, obviously coming out here, um, on the East Coast now. I think it's my, about my second year I'm going to be. So I am from California originally. And to move out here and have that uh, that support and kind of every aspect that I need. Um, I'm also only 17 years old, and my parents and all them are still in California. So uh, it goes back to all the support that I have from Toyota on every different level. Uh, they mean a ton to me, and, and they've been great supporters of me. So I've uh, been a great relationship and wouldn't want to uh, be with anybody else. So every aspect I need, whether it be training or, or sim time or med- medical, like whatever it is, like if I break a foot, they're right there with me, you know, help me work during injury. So there's a ton of things that uh, the TRD program helps me out with, and obviously that begins with winning races. Well, you, you talk about dirt with DeCoin and uh, Springfield coming up. You race those, uh, what is it, micro sprints and racing against guys like Christopher Bell and, and Kyle Larson, pretty good guys to be racing against. It is, man. Uh, dirt racing is something that um, I kind of come from a diverse background, uh, whether it be a lot of road racing, a lot of oval racing, and uh, I did some, like, road course legends and stuff. But uh, for the most part, mainly just oval stuff. And I kind of did a, about 25%. Um, dirt racing and about 75% oval racing growing or pavement racing kept growing up. So uh, my dad always kept me doing a little bit of dirt stuff, but I never did it enough to um, be as consistent as I needed to be or as consistent as I was on pavement. So um, kind of did a few part-time seasons here and there with dirt, 
I think it's a good skill to kind of stay fresh on. And um, I'm at the point now where um, basically how the whole deal happened was uh, I got a call from Chad Boat and Trent Rodriguez, who's my boss at TRD, and they were talking about this um, micro program that they're going to have in Millbridge. And, of course, I jumped on it right away, and I was like, yeah, I haven't run dirt in two years now, basically, with the exception of um, Chili Bowl, which was my only dirt start um, in the past two years. So jumped on it, and I wanted to do well and see what what other doors it would open up with CB Industries and maybe going and do some – um, midget races or, or whatever it might be, sprint car racing. But um, we definitely made the most of it so far for the most part. Um, we've run two races, and uh, the first race, me and Kyle started on the front row together. Me and Kyle are, t- are teammates um, with uh, Chad Boat Motorsports, and um, I led the first chunk of the race and ended up finishing fourth. And they needed to work on some stuff. Been out of the car for a while, out of dirt racing for a while, and I came back last week, I think it was, yeah, Wednesday, and um, won my heat race and started seventh in the feature because the invert and drove my way up to second and almost beat Christopher for the win. But, um, you know, I just made a, a few small errors that cost us the, the shot to win. But overall, dirt racing has been going great. And I've always wanted to do something uh, like Christopher Bell and Kyle Larson can do and be really good on both ends and, and be one of those greats. So um, still working at it and it's kind of, you know, giving me some – uh, new hope in dirt racing. Hey, Jesse, you have Kyle, Rowdy's co-host here. Um, my first question for you is, could you just talk a little bit about your ARCA West experience? Um, you won back-to-back championships in, in really dramatic fashion, too, especially with that last lap last year at Phoenix. Yeah, definitely uh, hit the nail on the head there, dramatic. Um, my whole West Series career was kind of dramatic in the, in the sense uh, my first year – uh, we came out of the box really strong, and then um, crew chief got fired at one of the races and um, got lucky to um, be able to have Travis Sharp as my crew chief for the rest of the year. And after that, it just kind of, you know, got a little bit crazy at the end of the year, uh, but we pulled together and, and won the championship by a decent margin and, and won more races. And uh, we won that year on the road course. Uh, we won then two more ovals as well, Irwindale and Colorado. So um, definitely a successfully first year and came back the next year and just had some um, issues that weren't really our fault. Had a mechanical at Sonoma, and that put us on the eight ball. We were the best West Park Phoenix, but um, the second round last year, uh, we were found ourselves sixth or seventh in points, and I've never been that far back in, in West points in my life. Uh, went to Colorado, and then me and my crew chief, Travis Sharp, knew that we had to turn our number 16 team around and, and get back up on the horse and, you know, not making excuses for it. And after that, we just started rattling off wins and um, top two runs, wins, whatever needs to be, a pole award here and there, and, and get a point for that and maximize the most out of every weekend. And um, went into All-American. That's when the last two races of the year is when things got pretty gnarly last year. Um Jake Drew decided just to go in there and wreck us at uh, All-American, which was um, something else. But um, we got wrecked at All-American, and um, obviously I don't know why. He was second in points, and um, if we had walked out of there clean and green, we would have been, I think, 19 points to the good, leaving um, All-American headed to Phoenix. So uh, he didn't want to let that happen, which whatever, we still want it. But 
went into Phoenix with a one point lead and we battled motor issues and all that stuff. And, um, we were just basically fine or, um, fighting a ground wire at the firewall, just grounding out, um, hitting something, whatever it might've been probably the dog leg messing us up, honestly. And, um, that kind of came and went every now and then throughout that race. And it stopped happening the last 20 laps of the race. So, um, I just drove the heck out of my race car and, uh, drove our Camry to the next pack of cars. And, um, then the whole last lap transpired and we won a tiebreaker because we were, um, the only car in the West Championship that I won multiple races. So definitely a dramatic way to win the championship, but, uh, we still got it done. And, and that's kind of what our MO has been the last two years in the West deal is we're just figuring out ways to get it done. My second question is, can you please talk a little bit about your Super Speedway debut coming up at Pocono? Um, I know you've been sharing the 20 car with Corey Heim at Venerini. Um, I mean, what are, what are your expectations? I mean, what are you looking to get out of it, and who else are you looking forward to leaning on? Yeah, Corey's um, been pretty good to lean on. Um, he's been good to have as a teammate because Corey is obviously, um, you know, the two Arthur graduates for the most part last year, Corey and Ty. Um, Ty's probably one of the best in the Xfinity series, and Corey's going to be one of the best in the truck series. He's already won a race, and um, he's a good benchmark is kind of what I'm getting at. So um, you definitely want to be able to fill those shoes and, and win races. And the two races I ran the 20 car this year, uh, we were in a position to win at Phoenix. And last week or two weeks ago at Dover, um, we were also in a position to win and, and ran second. So, um, you know, that's been good. Obviously, we want to rattle off some wins at some tracks that we're really good at. Um, Dover and Phoenix are two tracks that I was not certain on um, how we were going to run. But uh, as these summer months kick off, that's when um, the grind really starts and we got to be on our A game. So, um, you know, as far as Pocono goes, yeah, my first time at a track that big, but um, I obviously know what to do. And it's a pretty cool track. Sometimes it's going to be important there and getting up to speed right away is going to be important there. So um, we have a pretty good package for Pocono. I think that we're getting our stuff better as well these big tracks, so Pocono is a place that obviously Corey went out last year, and um, Corey and Chandler were both really good at, so we should be good there, should be there, should be any issues for the most part, but we just got to go there and, and execute and get better with um, the big track stuff. It's the only big track I can run this year, so definitely good experience for next year, which um, hopefully we'll be running for a championship. My last question for you is, can you talk a little bit about competition and ARCA overall? Um, you know, you've been racing against guys like Corey Heim and Ty Gibbs, and they moved on. Uh, can you just talk a little bit about the competition level and, and how it is in the ARCA series? Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, you know, being blunt about it, ARCA definitely gets a little bit of a bad rap, um, you know, just for some blemishes here and there. And um, But, I mean, you can't argue with stats. Ty Gibbs won six races last year, and he's probably going to win seven this year, eight this year. And um, Corey Heim won his <laughs> – third or fourth truck start and last year at Darlington um, was going to run first or second at in his truck series debut. So, um, you know, I think that ARCA, especially with, you know, the Venerini program um, developing their drivers, they've definitely developed me and Corey a ton and 
Um, JGR's done a great job developing them um, as far as Saez goes, and DGR has done a good job at developing Taylor. So um, I think that Arca's um, going to, you know, big tracks is, is definitely helping us out as well. But um, by the time, you know, we, and by we, I, I mean collectively as drivers in Arca, move up to the next level, um, most of the time, you know, if you're a standout in ARCA series, you're more likely than not going to be winning in the next level. So um, that's definitely a confidence booster for sure. Uh, means that we know we're doing something right. And, you know, it's definitely hard. I mean, Taylor Gray is a very good race car driver. Um, Sammy has his days. And, and honestly, there's just a lot of competition in that sense. Um, car counts could obviously be way better. No doubt about that. But once you get in that top six, top seven range or, when you go to Bristol or somewhere like that, Phoenix, where there's last year for the finale, there were like 42 cars, I think. So um, when you get in that range, there's a lot of good cars and a lot of tough guys that you got to race against. So um, at the end of the day, the cream definitely rises to the top, and um, there's a lot of good dudes in the ARCA series right now. Uh, let's talk just a minute about the guys that help you go to the track and go around. Yeah, I've got a great uh, deal with, with Fenery Motorsports and Toyota Racing Development. Can't make all of them guys not, enough um, for all they're doing for me and all of our sponsors this year. Obviously, we talked about Yahoo. Uh, huge thank you to them. Crescent Tools is also another company that we're uh, bringing on this year as a partner. That it'll be uh, we're the first people to to bring them into the sport as well. Um, Jay Velodio is uh, also a partner of ours and, and mobile one is a partner of mine, the super late model and then the micro stuff. So huge thank you to all them. I'm a Christian. So thank you to the good Lord above as well. And I appreciate you guys for letting me be on the show. And uh, Jesse, tell everybody where they can follow you and keep up with you. Yeah. Most of my social medias are all just Jesse love junior or Jesse love racing on TikTok and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I'm on all my social media platforms, Snapchat as well. It's just Jesse love junior 3844. Um, but, yeah, it should be pretty easy to find me, and, and we're posting pretty good content lately. So go check us out. All right, Jesse Love, thanks a lot for being part of the show tonight. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. God bless. See you later. God bless. Yes, sir. True, true thanks, blessed. All right, Kyle, Jesse Love there. We got here within a few minutes, let's see. Anywhere from 6.15 to 6.20, I've got uh, Tony, I think this is right, Constantino, Constantino, driving for Fast Track. Yeah, I know who that is. He's from Pennsylvania. Yep. Constantino. I think I'm pronouncing that right, Kyle. Yeah. I'll bring him in. Or go to the screen room and make sure I got it right before I bring him on. But, uh, Kyle, made it home today at about 11 o'clock. It was uh, some more drive, I tell you. But I did stop. I stopped after midnight. You know, I tried. I got my golden rope. Get off the road after midnight. And there's no reason to be driving all night because nothing can happen good. At that at that time of the morning with dry, drowsy drinkers and uh drowsy yeah, drowsy drinkers and texting you you're in trouble. 
Rowdy, I'm glad you made it to Darlington. Um, you know, I did my best, you know, while working to uh, get up as much as I could. Um, you know, Joey Logano won the cup race on Sunday in very controversial fashion. Right. Uh, you know, bumped uh, William Byron, gave him a little tap, a little bump and run. And I know he wasn't too too pleased about it, but uh, nevertheless, Joey Logano wins from the pole. Wasn't not the only pole sitter to win from the weekend. Uh, John Hunter Nemechek uh, won from the pole in the truck race, and uh, Justin Allgaier uh, snapped a, a, a nearly a near near year long winless streak. There you go, uh, in that number seven car. So uh, yeah, you had three uh, races this weekend, and uh, I was watching that truck race. Um, I actually made it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, just, uh, good, good to see Darlington get the throwback weekend and you being a part of it. So Kyle, picture, <clears throat> picture this, it's the opening and I, I can, it's where they bring cars in and out. So it's a wide opening straight across from the flag stand behind me is the screen in the infield, but they also NASCAR set some kind of scanner up on top of the garage and the configuration of the rack that it was sitting on, and and it kind of spotty to see right there in that spot. But William Byron's pit was right here, and William Byron was fixing to win the race. And I would have had the shots. I mean, I would have got the shots. And then all of a sudden, as they go around that last, they take the white flag, and it it, it wasn't good from there on. I didn't know. All of a sudden. You see Logano come in front of him. I'm like, what in the heck happened? So you go to the screen and you see what happens. Kyle, uh, pretty, pretty. What do you think about that? Well, Byron dropped like a rock after that contact. Um, that's what stinks for that team. I'm in position to win. Uh, Tyler Reddick uh, second again uh, in the number eight. Joey Logano. I mean, you know, it's hard racing and. I don't want to say it's quintessential, um, but, uh, you know, um, it was, you know, I mean, you're, you know, I think that's just a part of the racing now, you know. I mean, we, we saw Martinsville kind of, Joey didn't really bump, gave gave the bumper to Byron, but didn't, you know, move him out of the way or anything, just gave him a little tap. But, uh, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a hard, that's a hard predicament right there, um, you know, especially when it's late in the race and, you know, there's a win on the line. I mean, William Byron's looking to become the first driver to win three races in a, in a year. And uh, Joey Logano, um, you know, looking to get another one. So, uh, yeah, Joey Logano uh, getting the job done there at Darlington. Um, I know he – I don't think he's he's won, a, he won a, he's won an Xfinity race there. I'm not sure if he's won a cup race or not. But, uh, you know, definitely, uh, you know, good for, for Team Penske. And, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of bad luck for for the Kyles, Kyle Busch, uh, Kyle Larson, both wrecked out. Yeah, hey, Kyle. Um, they had a, they didn't have a great Kyle. day. Let me let me bring in our our next guest here, and we'll, we'll go back to Kyle the Kyle show because I want to talk about that. But I'd like to welcome to the Rowdy Maglot show, first time coming calling in Tony Castino. Welcome Tony. You was at uh, Nashville at the Music City 200 this weekend. Yes, sir. Tony, what'd you think about the old Fairgrounds Speedway? I love it. It was definitely a fun track. It made me uh, it made me want to take my pro late model deal out there next so, year for sure. <laughs> you raced at Dover also, didn't you, Tony? No, no, I didn't get a chance to. No. 
You, you didn't get Dover. That, but no. this was your second race. Was this, this your season? Race yeah. with, what, what was your first track? Oh, it was New Smyrna. Uh, yeah. Yep. New Smyrna. What'd you think about New Smyrna? Too. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I think I just like every racetrack. <laughs> every time I get a chance to be behind the wheel, it's a, uh, it's a blast. That that surface down at that on New Smyrna, we kind of describe it as a cheese grater on tires, isn't it? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, it's definitely smoother than um, Nashville. Nashville had some pretty mean bumps coming out of four. Um, definitely wanted to throw the car where where you didn't want it to go. I, and I talked to Stephanie uh, on Monday. She's and I ask her. I always ask the drivers, "What do you think? What do you think about the bump in turn two? You thought four was worse than two. Yeah, yeah, and it could just be the way um, way the cars are set up. I know, I know. Sometimes, like a Charlotte, there's a pretty mean bump going into three, and and some people don't feel it, and some people it, it scares the life out of them. So, it could just been that particular setup too. Donnie, what's it like uh, hanging out with Andy Hillenberg? Uh It's awesome. I get to hear a lot of. A lot of cool stories. You get to learn some wisdom from the man, um, and he motivates me. It's, uh, it's definitely sometimes you need motivation. Um, to it's a hard sport to be in, and and uh, he helps me keep going, keep digging, keep grinding. Hey Tony, you have Kyle here. Uh, my first question for you is, uh, you know, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I don't know if you have super speedway experience or not, but I know Pocono's coming up, and you're from Pennsylvania. Um, are you looking to run that race at all, or uh, I mean, have you ever have you, have you had interest in running that race? Because you know, being from PA, um, I'm from Ohio. I would love to run Pocono. It's it's definitely a different track. Um, it's probably one of those that um, you 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 don't have experience with. You know what I mean? There's nothing there's nothing like it out there. So. Um, something different would be great. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to get to this season or not. Um, but yeah, I would love to run there. My apologies on, uh, where you live. No, uh, my second question for you is, uh, talk a little bit about your, your stock car experience. Um, you know, you, you mentioned New Smyrna and, uh, Nashville. Um, you know, what, what's it like being in the Arkham Menard series? I mean, what's, how's the competition level? What's it like from your standpoint? Um, I love the Arkham series. Um cars are absolute blast to drive. Um I get to see a lot of different places, a lot of different places around the country and um get to see some cool tracks such as Charlotte, all that uh, Michigan, Watkins Glen, uh, Mid Ohio, my home track, you know, I get to see a lot of them. Um I definitely would love to go move forward, move up into the truck series, but um I'm having a blast in the Arc series right now. My final question for you is, um, you know, who, who's helped you along the way? I mean, who, who's been the biggest mentor to you in your racing career, and how did you get started? Um, you know, what what kind of, you know, what 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 got the bug going, and, and you know, who, who have you li- relied on? Uh, our stuff. Man, there's there's been so many people. Um, I, I would say my my biggest crutch is my wife and son. Um, they they definitely deal with a lot with my travel and. Um, it's a hard sport to be in. Um, my dad's always been there for me. 
um, along with guys like Jason Bale, who gave me a go-kart ride um, way too many years ago. I don't want to mention how many years ago, <laughs> but um, just a lot of guys along the way. Um, my mom, my dad, and my wife. It, it, it's amazing what small things can actually stick with people like that go-kart ride. I witnessed, uh, you know, some drivers one-on-one with little kids this weekend, and you never know how that can affect that child for the rest of her life and be a race car fan or, you know, how, oh, yeah. how, in what direction it's going to go. And for the drivers, co-cluster was one. The little, I, this, I, I don't think he was five years old, and he, he hollered, could I have your autograph? And, man, he stopped and did everything like you're supposed to do, picture, autograph. And, and that's what sells merchandise in them trailers out yeah. there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely feel like that's how you should be as a driver. Um, I definitely try to be as much as I can. Um because, I mean, I was that kid. I, I do remember being that kid. I remember it very well. <laughs> so what's your plans for the rest of the year, Tony, with Trackhouse? Um, we're still going to uh, continue track, working on something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I knew what you meant. <laughs> Um, we're still going to continue working on funding. We've got a lot of them circled this year. Um, I know my next one is Charlotte. I'm pretty excited about Charlotte. I mean, when I moved down here uh, to North Carolina 10 years ago, and we went to the Charlotte track to, you know, go to Christmas lights and stuff. And I said, one day I'm going to drive here. And, and that's here now in a couple of weeks. So I'm pretty excited about that. And uh, looking at that one and, and going to keep looking towards the rest of the season. So, so you've got Charlotte. You're you're going to be racing at Charlotte. Yes, sir. That that's going to be uh, pretty cool drive through. Knowing you're going to be dri- uh, racing on the track when you yeah, drive in there. Another, yeah, another cool thing is uh, um, my me and my wife's company, uh, the Gutter Team. We do gutters, and we're it's uh, it's going to be the primary sponsor on the car. So um, just big gains. Five years ago, would have never thought that. I'd be right here, you know. Uh, it's an awesome place that weekend. It makes for an awesome weekend, uh, Tony. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They throw everything out. Uh, a great place to have your advertisement on your car right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah Tony, you want talk about talk about your sponsors and uh, where we where everybody can follow you? Yeah, um, right now we're working on the website, TonyCostantinoRacing.com. It'll be up and running here in the next week or so. Um, and right now on Facebook, Tony Costantino Racing. I'm working on my Twitter. Um, <laughs> I'm just not a, a person that twi- tweets a lot, but it sounds like I need to start. But uh, the gutter team, Pitwell View, and I, I can't thank Andy and all the guys at Fast Track enough for everything that they've done. Made this a fun experience for sure. Well, Tony, we appreciate you spending time with us tonight and looking forward to hearing how you did at uh, Charlotte. Yeah, call me anytime. We'll see you at the track. All right. Looking forward to that also. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. Thanks. Thanks, Tony. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. All right, Kyle. Tony Constantino.
Uh, next race is Charlotte. Memorial Day weekend. Pretty impressive, eh? I know that Charlotte race was pretty big. Um, you know, especially when it's in the backyard of every almost everybody. So, um, yeah, I like I like when Arca goes back to Charlotte every year. Um, it's nice that they've had it back for five years now, and uh, you know, it's it's good to uh, see them run Charlotte. You know, I felt like it was always a staple of the Arca schedule was running Charlotte. So uh, good to see them back there. And uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of drivers I think in that race. Usually there is a lot. I, I would like to go, but I just ain't got time. I, I, I just don't see it happening, and I can't plan it, Kyle. And and I could I could make it happen, to a, a, which would be a cool way. It I mean it'd be nice to do it that way, but I just don't have time. I mean, this weekend I got there. Well, I left here Thursday. Got there Friday morning. Got home today. At, I mean, you know, that's a lot of time. And and we did did some walking. Did some walking. And I hope all the mothers had a great Mother's Day out there, Kyle. Yeah, I hope they did too. Uh, you know, um, you know, especially running on Mother's Day now. Again, uh, I just that's important. And, uh, yeah, it's good to see the mothers, all the mothers out there um, celebrating Mother's Day. And uh, good to see, you know, Darlington have a race, which uh, we can watch. And I'm glad you made it there, um, 10 hours. But uh, you made it, so I'm glad. Uh, yeah, good weekend. Um, you know, we, we were talking earlier about the, the Kyle and Kyle show. Uh, you know, both of them fell out. So uh, I just... You know, that, that, that's what's nice, well, interesting about Darlington. You know, you never know what's going to happen. Um, you know, one guy could have a really good race, and then, you know, the next thing. Look at Ross Chastain, for example. Uh, you know, I was running up front, spun out, hit the wall. I mean, that, that, that's, that happens at Darlington, you know, even to the best of the drivers. So um, that, that, that's why I like Darlington. It's kind of a, of a wild card um, for a race. You know, you never know what you're going to really expect out of it, but – um, I know there's been guys like Hot Strickland who's run good there, you know, in the eight car, that Circuit City car. Um, so, I mean, it, it, you know, it, it's basically uh, any, any, you know, anybody can win that race, you know. And it's nice that Darlington's back. Like I, I think we we discussed on an earlier show, it's nice to have Darlington have two races again, um, a 400 miler in the spring and then the Southern 500 on Labor Day. So, um, definitely good to have Darlington back in the spring as a 400 miler and. You know, to have all three series there is uh, something special. Kerry had put on a good show. He had uh, everything, Kyle, went this smooth. He's got some good folks working for him. Uh, really good, good. I'm looking forward to Labor Day. The weather couldn't have been beat this weekend, though. It, it kind of bummed out Saturday night, but, hey, that's not, that's not what you're officially there for. That, that helps. But... If you wanted to stay up after 11, 30, 11 o'clock, it, it kind of was, it done quit. But Kyle, I done put, uh, my walking thermometer said 9.4 miles. I, I, I didn't want to hang around and walk some more. 
after at eleven o'clock at night. So I called it a night. Well, and the good thing about it, you know, it was uh, eleven o'clock. The uh, the uh, media center opened, but I got there at ten thirty, and there's probably fifteen twenty cars already there. So people stayed late and they got there early. Went and grabbed breakfast, Kyle, at just a little local diner downtown, and uh, sitting in there, just about done with breakfast. And Chip Wild Wiley walks in with Mike Hilton, Helton, and two more, three more NASCAR officials, and was eating breakfast. Spoke to Chip just a minute, and. Uh, was notified on an email that if you wanted to ride the pace car, you had to go sign a waiver, and they'd take you around. So uh, I go get in into the pace car with uh, self with the front stretch and another gentleman that I just met there. And uh, our driver to take us around the track at 90 miles an hour was Jim Wiley. <laughs> I said, well, Jeff had breakfast with you this morning. That was all good. It's a, it Rowdy, you've had you've had some interesting meals with some interesting people at the racetrack. I'm a little jealous, but uh, I think I think the one that stood out was uh, was you having lunch with Dino at Daytona. I think that was that that ranks pretty high up there. Yeah, and I'm talking about Dino and I sat at the same table, one on one. You know that that not this from afar talking and but because they know all in it mahoney valley's back they got back to racing this weekend didn't they kyle they did rowdy actually no they didn't not uh, no uh actually no no racing got in anywhere um it, it rained for two straight days here um i mean you look at look at eldora i mean the world of outlaws didn't even get it get it get it in um the whole weekend um and they called that i think wednesday or thursday last week so uh, that's unfortunate to lose it to Mother Nature, but uh, you know, just no luck in Pennsylvania last weekend. Um, just you know, same thing with Kutztown too. Um, even though it was sunny on Sat on Sunday, it was a little chilly, so they postponed it to May 18th, which is a Wednesday night. Um, there's some pretty big races coming up. Uh, you know, up now uh, the World of Outlaws are going to be at Lincoln Speedway Wednesday night uh, for the Gettysburg Clash, and then uh, they traveled to. Williams Grove for a two-night show on uh, Friday, uh, May 14th, and Saturday, or excuse me, May 13th, and uh, Saturday, May 14th, the, uh, the the Spring Nationals there at, at Williams Grove Speedway. And then the series heads to Bridgeport in New Jersey on uh, Tuesday, May 17th. Uh, they wrap up their East Coast swing, and then they head back west. So uh, a lot going on. Um, I would like to go to one of them. Uh, I don't know if I will make it, but... Uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully Bridgeport. I mean, I haven't been to Bridgeport in a while. Um, over a year ago for the Invasion of the Posse race, um, which was, was was which was really good. Um, you know, the the first 410 sprint car race on the on the newly resurfaced 410th mile in uh, Swedesboro, New Jersey. So uh, that's kind of what the schedule is looking like. I think the weather is supposed to cooperate this weekend. Uh, the forecast looks much better than it did last week, and uh, just uh, you know, uh, hopefully, we can get out to the racetrack. Um, you know, there's some Wednesday shows coming out. Like I said, we got Lincoln coming up. Uh, we got some other tracks. But, yeah, weather weather just bit us last weekend. Uh, just no luck. You know, Mahoning, Evergreen, everybody 
there's no nobody got a break. Uh, Mother Nature did not cut Pennsylvania a break. So, uh, you know, we'll we'll try it again this weekend. Uh, no racing for Port Royal this weekend. Um, they're taking this weekend off, but they will be back in action on Saturday, May 21st, with a, a normal show, and that's the week before the uh, the Bob Weikert Memorial um, for the All Star Circuit of Champions on Memorial Day weekend. So, a lot going on here in PA in the month of May. Um, not just in Indianapolis, not just in Charlotte here too. So, um, a lot going on. Uh, hopefully, Mahoning will get their their races in. Um, I think they've only had one or two shows so far, just because they've been getting bit by the weather bugs. So. Uh, you know, so hopefully that'll happen. You know, Big Diamond, same deal. Uh, there's been some big races. I know we had Kenny Bruce on the one night. Um, there's some pretty big races there. So uh, just a lot going on, and you know, hopefully, hopefully the weather's good this week, and we can get back to racing here in the Northeast. Well, uh, Kyle, I want to thank Jesse Love for calling in. We've been wanting to get Jesse on the show quite a while. I've seen him at heck. I guess I've kind of. Seen him for the last three years, I think, riding the super late models and, and all. And I don't know why we drug around and didn't bring him in any sooner. But, hey, it, it was good to have him on and Tony calling in. Uh, Kyle, we had uh, – I don't have that loaded up of Joey Logano, I don't think. It's not on here. But I do have uh, – You know, Byron, William Byron gets him a, an extension, but Kyle, what what a controversy that was. We we got started in on a while ago, and Tony called in. Yeah, Rowdy, uh, you know, banging banging fenders and it being Darlington, uh, William Byron kind of getting the bad end of the stick there um, at the end. Um, unfortunately, when you hit the wall at uh, Darlington, it's very unforgiving, so... Uh, you know, got a little contact from Joey Logano there with two laps to go. Uh, sent him spiraling through the field. Uh, just uh, just some interesting stories. Rowdy, and I, I think we, we talked on a Saturday morning, um, you know, at least a story for me, um, you know, it was unfortunate to not see Xfinity qualifying get in because of the rain. Right. Um, you know, that, that sent home Chase Elliott, um, I guess, with the new rules and everything. You know, uh, they didn't have any points, and, them in the 47 of Brennan Poole and Mike Harmon racing went home. So, um, oh, we got to give out. Oh, before I forget, Rowdy, we got to give out a, uh, a, a a special nod to Kyle Weatherman. Uh, got a 12th place finish at Darlington. Uh, the best finish for Jesse Uji Motorsports so far. Um, their best finish. Well needed too. Um, with 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 their points situation uh, and the owner points. So uh, yeah, um, good good finish for them. Uh, I know you saw, you know, Justin Allgaier went on Saturday, almost breaking a, a, a winless year, a, a year winless streak. Um, Man. So, you know, Junior Motorsports is on a roll right now. It looked good. That Wrangler skate paint scheme, when they break it out, they would just win with it. I mean, it's a proven fact when it's broke out, it just wins. So, uh, Sammy Smith wins. Music City 200, Kyle. What, what's your thoughts on that? No surprise there. Um, you know, Jake Finch finished second, uh, won the pole in uh, practice and qualifying. Or no, actually, no, it was actual qualifying. I, I take that back. Um, it was actual qualifying. So, uh, yeah, Sammy Smith dominating. That doesn't surprise me one bit. Um, you know, I, I, I know we talked with Jesse earlier 
about Pocono. I think Samuel will also be making his debut at Pocono. So uh, I think he's 17 now. But a uh, lot of you know a lot a lot a lot of young guys are, and girls going to be in that race at Pocono on July tw- on July 22nd. Uh, I know, I know, we got still got a few months away, and we also got the tire test this week, Rowdy. Uh, you know, Tuesday and Wednesday at the Tricky Triangle. Can't forget about yeah. that. Um, three drivers scheduled to participate: uh, Eric Almirola, Daniel Suarez, and Kyle Busch all going to be there in the next gen car. So, I'm hoping to get to that. Um, you know, we're still waiting to hear back, but uh, we'll we'll see what happens. You know, it's it's still early, Rowdy. You know, uh, I'm not counting my chicken for a hatch, but you know, um, I'm glad we got Jesse Love on tonight. Uh, you know, um, I know we've been trying to get him for a while, and when the slot opened up, I couldn't say no. So, um, but yeah, just a lot going on, and um, those junior motorsports cars, like we said, are really good right now, and um, just a lot of good, you know, a lot of things going on. You know, ARCA and NASCAR in full swing right now, and we go to Kansas this week. You know, the main ARCA Menard Series is back this week. So uh, there's just a lot going on, Rowdy. Um, you know, we got the Truck Series again. They're back. And uh, how about Todd Bodine finishing ninth in Man. the truck race, uh, 58 Man, years old? We're going we're gonna to have Todd on here next couple weeks or less. So, You know, and he runs good at Darlington. I mean, I, I wasn't shocked one bit he finished ninth. Uh, that truck was, was good. You know, he had a few late yeah. restarts that, that helped a little bit. I mean, he outran Stewart Friesen. I mean, that, that, that surprised me a little bit. Um, you know, Stewart finished third in the truck race there last year at Darlington in the fall. And uh, John Hunter Nemechek got the win. Um, I know. I know. Uh, fast, another second uh, for Carson. Host, another second for Carson Hosevar too. Uh, you know. I know he's going to be not. He's knocked on the door of victory lane. He'll be in victory lane soon. Uh, did like the throwback on the 42 truck. I just wanted to say, Rowdy, um, like the Travis Pastrana throwback. Uh, but uh, yeah, in the end, it was John Hunter Nemechek. You know, um, leading so many laps at Darlington last year, finishing second to Sheldon Creed in the fall, and finally getting the, the seal on the deal. For the four team and getting their first win this year, so he doesn't have to hear about it from Kyle Bush. So, Kyle, you know, I'm a fairly good judge of racing as far as what the cars look like before the race and after the race. Because I, I see the cars before the race, it's just what what we do. We take pictures before, and then we've always take taken pictures after. But my this is what I've come up to. You know, we all said, hey, it's going to take us a couple of races to figure out this car. Uh, it took me, of course, you know, I did Daytona, uh, did Talladega, uh, and this one here. So we've been to three cup races. Kyle, these cars, you see more scratches and dents, wheel marks on the side of these cars where they're scrubbing the wall and they're knocking off the paint. Well, it's not paint, but knocking off the the, the cover that they've got on it. They're uh, wrapped like I've never seen before. I mean, if you look go through those pictures I sent you, Kyle, look at the side of the cars where they've been rubbing. I watched them paint that wall two nights in a row, and I'm talking about they went completely around it with one guy, two guys dragging a tarp, one pulling the sprayer, and two guys with a golf cart and one with paint. They was hauling the paint on the golf carts, and they went completely around that track two nights because 
that composite body lets them lay up on that wall and they they're scrubbing a little time but they're still laying up there and they're not tearing the cars up rowdy i'm kind of glad you know you know you coming from a race and we get to talk about this uh you know that definitely helps uh to get up that that up close experience um your, your pictures were great um, it was good to see all, all the, the cars, you know, the trucks and the Xfinity Series and the Cup Series. But my, my question for you is, you know, I know I know normally we play audio, but my question for you is, Rowdy, what was your favorite throwback of the weekend? And in all, in, in all three series, what was your favorite throwback? Well, uh, let me, let's start with Cup because I liked it. It was the uh, Marty Robbins and uh, Corey LaJoy's. Throw back that pink with them uh, triple sevens. I, I dislike that. Uh, it, it, it looked cool. Uh, let's see. In the uh, Xfinity car, I kind of thought you'd be asking me that. You know, I did that little show this morning for Captain and Company, and I, I, I was thinking he would ask me too. The, the throwback, I tell you what really impressed me, if you watch the show, the pre-show, when you've seen <clears throat> Terry Labonte and uh, who was who else was in, dressed up in their little white suits? Oh, Bill uh, Elliott, right? <clears throat> well, Bill was kind of in a regular, he just had his regular shirt on. And, hey, I'm going to tell you what, guys. I hadn't seen, been around... Richard Petty in this season and probably last season didn't see him but from afar but actually got to see him close right up that man's in some good health guys I'm telling you and and what was so amazing that morning as I was unloading at the media center you could see the big screen from where I was parked at and they had started with uh the first winter, which was uh, 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 going through the winters, and they had Lee Petty and then showed Richard Petty. And then to see him during the pre-race show and what kind of great health he was, Kyle. I mean, there was a couple of people that were standing with me said the same thing, that they was pretty impressed what kind of shape Richard Petty's in. And, you know, I'm going to give that all credit to, Richard Petty hadn't stopped, no car. He hadn't stopped at all. Rowdy, I got a, I got a, a first-hand uh, look of Richard Petty at the Motorsports Show in the media room back in 2017. Um, you know, I just want to say thank you to Earl Krause as always for inviting me in there. Um, I, I wasn't media, but you know, he always welcomes us. Uh, and uh, of course, when I walked in there, of course, you know who Richard Petty walks right by me. And I will say, Rowdy, he has definitely lost weight. Um, he looks like he's in really good shape, like you said. I agree with that. Um, well, he, you know, 84, I think he's 84, and uh, still going. So, uh, you know, there's a lot, you know, still in racing and you know, still participating in things. You know, I, I like seeing that, you know. Um, sign every autograph, you know that, Rowdy. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's definitely it's good to have somebody like Richard Petty still in the sport and involved and uh yeah, it was definitely a good weekend for sure. And hey. um I just wanted to to say my throwbacks quick. Um uh, Cup I liked I liked Ross Chastain's car. I don't know what it was about the Coca Cola 
You know, I mean, the 99 was a great one, too. The Earnhardt Hart throwbacks were great. Um, Xfinity, I'm probably going to go with Josh Berry just because I, I liked that Looney Tunes car that Dale Jr. drove at Richmond in 2002. Um, I really liked that scheme. And then the trucks, like I said earlier, uh, Carson Hostovars, Travis Pastrana throwback. You know, more modern schemes, but, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm a big, you know how I am, you know, when we talk about Richard Petty and the history of NASCAR, you know, I'm, I, I'm, a, I'm a student of the sport, and, you know, I always look up stuff and, you know, go on racing reference, all that fun stuff. So, um, you know, it's always good to look up things and, you know, see what's what happened and, uh, you know, so, it was, you know, it was a good weekend, good weekend of racing. And, I, I, you know, about the new car, like, I, I mean, it's, it's produced some good racing. I think so far, um, you know, it doesn't matter where we've been, you know, I, I know the first, you know, race, the big test was going to be Fontana and, uh, that was an interesting race. And, uh, I mean, I think what is it 10 winners in 12 races now. Um, yeah. I don't think, I think Joey Logano won the, the clash, but that was a non points race. So, um, yeah, it's just, you know, it's, 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 like I said, parody. Um, you know, this new car has developed parody, um, you know, seeing new drivers, and I think Tyler Reddick's going to get a win here at some point. I know he's he's been knocking, he's been so close, uh, so many times this year, and, and something is, is you know he's been close or short or whatever. So, um, but yeah, Richard Petty, um, looking in you know good shape at 84 years old. Um, you know, I'm, uh, you know, you got to see all the Hall of Famers over the weekend, and, and also we had the Mark, Mark. NASCAR Hall of Fame announced last week as well. Yep, I think actually got to see Mark Martin. Uh, Ron Hardaday was there, but Kyle, let me let me tell you about other two picks. I kind of dizzy dallied around on Xfinity. You you mentioned him earlier; he had a good finish, but that number thirty four car looked good with Weatherman in it. Uh, that was a nice round. Rowdy, that team has turned around. Um, definitely, you know, with having somebody like Kyle Weatherman, who was going to be running at for Mario Goslin, you know, the team going back part time, and then you know Jesse Awuji finding. Kyle Weatherman. Um, Kyle Weatherman, you know, he has done good um, in the Xfinity Series. You know, he was ninth in Atlanta, um, 12th at Darlington. You know, and that's a team that needs a good finish. Um, you know, like we said with the points and um, definitely helping, you know, having somebody like Kyle Weatherman in the car. Um, so it's it's been good to see that team get some success um, under their belt. Um, I know it's a new team with Emmett Smith and Jesse, and um, hopefully we can get them on at some point. Uh, Kyle, and, uh, you know, uh, he's been running good in that 34 car. Um, you know, not a you know, respectable 12th to Darlington. And, uh, yeah, you're, you're right um, with the throwbacks. Uh, you know, that, that 34 One car is pretty Kyle. good, too. And we talked about this, uh, I think it was Friday when I seen it rolled out, but Matt Benedetto in that number 25 truck with a Sterling Marlin throwback, man, that was, his helmet was really, really, I just, it never got out where I could actually take a picture of it when I every time he had it. Can definitely see the, the Tennessee connection with Rackley War and Sterling Marlin. Um reminded me of that, that, that two thousand two uh Winston Cup season that Sterling Marlin was so good. Um won at Darlington from the back, um in the in the Cup series, you know, that's hard to do. Um, you know, just had so much success up until the crash of Kansas, so uh, you know, um yeah, it's good to see that scheme on the track as well. Um, and I know that 40 car was really fast back in the day, and uh, you know, just good to see uh, you know them them uh, honor a fellow te- Tennessean in Sterling Marlin, and um, you know, Sterling had some really good runs in that 40 car. You know, got Dodge their first win 
in 25 years, 20, 25 or 26 years in NASCAR in a Cup Series back in Michigan in August of 2001, and um, you know it's been very important. You know, uh, you know, really helping Dodge out at that point. You know, get back into the Cup Series and uh, you know with Chip Ganassi Racing. But uh, yeah, it's been it's, it's good to see a Sterling Marlin throwback with Matt DiBenedetto, who finished tenth. Um, got a top ten with that, so uh, not a bad run for that team. And um, you know, I'm I'm interested to see how how Matt does the rest of the year. I know you know he has that Cup experience, and uh, hopefully you know that'll translate over to the trucks. Well, uh, Kyle, you know during all this they have different kind of press conferences, but. Uh, RFK was one, and it's just a little short, six-minute one. I want to play it, Kyle, before we leave for tonight. All right. Rise, adapt, overcome. Thanks, everybody, for uh, a little bit of your time here. Uh, real quick before we get started, I want to thank Kerry Tharp, everyone here at Darlington Raceway. Uh, obviously, the throwback weekend has become a uh, a favorite, really, of the fan and the teams. Uh, you know, we uh, this week we've really embraced it. Uh, at RFK Racing. Uh, we're throwing it back to 2004. And real quick, Brad, Brad loves when I tell stories. I was thinking, I saw the car on track yesterday, and it looked really good. And I remembered that car, that white car, what it was, was it was, in 2004, that was our alternate car. We ran it at night races. Uh, we had a black car that was the standard car, so you're going to really appreciate this story. And we ran it at night races, but what happened was the crew chief at the time, and I actually heard from him yesterday, Pat Trison, loved that race car. He loved that white car. So every week we would run it on a night race, Pat would come up with a reason that we couldn't get it painted, which is kind of funny now because we run a different scheme every week. But so he had come about Kevin, you know, this, you know, it's too late. We're never going to get it painted before, next, before it has to leave or the, or the body guy broke his arm. Or he would come up with reason after reason. So, so he ran that white car at the 600, and he came up with his reason. Finally, the sponsor caught on and said no more white car at day races. But we, we, he couldn't get it turned around, so we ran that white car at Dover. And, uh, and Mark and the team pulled off really a big win that kind of helped them get into that first chase there in 2004. And when we talk about that year, what I wanted to ask you, I know that's kind of the year you broke into the sport. And breaking into the sport at the time, you know, and can, what do you remember about the cars from that era? Uh, geez, I remember just how mean the cars looked. Gosh, they were so tough and intimidating and how fast they looked just going around the racetrack and uh, uh, the craftsmanship that uh, you could tell was put into them. But... Uh, you know, I, I think I remember that year specifically with Mark, uh, how fast the, his car was at a couple of races that, uh, and he had a great season going. And, uh, you know, I, I think there were a lot of different choices uh, for us with a throwback, and uh, it just made the most sense to me uh, to do something for Mark uh, with everything he's done for us in the sport, for, for not just NASCAR, but for our team. And, uh you know, I, I don't know about everybody here in the room, but when I think about the six car and its history over the last few decades, man, I go right to Mark Martin, and uh, he's a special guy for our sport. I don't know if he's here today. I like to think he's Mark here today. Do you know? He is. He is good. Well, I, hopefully I'll run into him here in a little bit, but uh, I, I feel like he's got four or five cars out there that are honoring him in some way, and so that's uh, a testament to everything he's done, but uh, it's... Uh, it's good to honor him. I, you know, there's probably a few jokes on picking the Viagra car to uh, honor him with, but uh, we'll keep those to ourselves. Uh, but uh, uh, we're going to have a lot of fun with it, and this is always a great weekend uh, for for our sport and uh, for tele- or Darlington uh, as a whole. I think it's, it's got a great uh, brand and reputation around Throwback Weekend, and um, I think it was uh, Daryl Wolf or somebody who uh, came up with the idea originally, and uh, he ran with it, and 
It's good to see uh, the racing community embrace it year over year. Sometimes I feel like we've done it all and there's nothing left to do, and then we come back next year and somebody finds something new, and so that's uh, that's always good. But uh, I'm dreading the day where somebody runs one of my cars because uh, I think we all know what that means. Uh, but uh, for now, I'm enjoying running uh, running Mark's. All right, well, we talked a little bit about uh, something old. Let's get to something new. Uh, this week, uh, we're announcing a partnership at RFK and King's Hawaiian Bread. So in a minute, we're going to ask everybody to walk outside with us, and we're going to unveil the car. Uh, I think it looks really good. We're go Brad's going to run it next week at uh, at Kansas. So we'll get to that in just a second. But Brad, can you talk about the partnership with King's Hawaiian? Yeah, so, you know, we're obviously as a race team, our, our partnerships are critical to our success. And um, I uh, have been wearing out. Uh, some of the, the sales and marketing team like, hey, you know, if we're going to work on all these sponsors and all that, that's great, but can we get something that, uh, you know, I would actually be a part of? And so it's always fun when we can find some stuff that's uh, it's great and endearing to my family. So we were fortunate, uh, you know, with uh, Jacob and his team, uh, Steve Newmark, uh, to work with uh, Mark over here and the Kings Hawaiian team to uh, to put this deal together for uh, Kansas. Uh, you'll see this as our first race, but uh Something that uh, actually I'll eat with my kids and uh, enjoy. So good brands. I think the brands that we have in our sport uh, are, are super critical for um, uh, some of the awareness engagement we have from our fans and that they be relatable and uh, fun to enjoy. And uh, Kings of Wine being uh, kind of an uh, all-American brand and, and one that uh, is a consumer brand is really, really great to be a part of. So glad to have them on the car. And we got a really cool paint scheme that, uh, as Kevin was saying, we're going to show you here in just a few minutes. Uh, that uh, I think turned out pretty sweet. So uh, certainly honors uh, the brand, but also gives the fans something cool to look. I get a lot of comments on fans about our paint schemes that uh, uh, we work really hard on to make sure there's they're something we're proud of and our fans like. So I think we got another cool one that our fans will enjoy and uh, with a brand that uh, I'm glad to be associated with. So uh, all real positive things for our sport and, and certainly for our race team. Yeah, so we're gonna uh, that car is gonna feature uh, the their, the new product, the pretzel slider rolls, and I uh, think you guys were able to enjoy those a little earlier. I think there's a few. Well, they got they got some already. Yeah, they got them right there in in the back. So got, I didn't even get them. They took them straight to you guys. You got you. When it comes to food, I, I should have known you guys would get it first. I should have known, but uh, I, I was telling Mark a story here a little bit. First time I had a Kings Hawaiian roll, I was I think I was 13 or 14. It wouldn't have been much before that 2004 season, and. Uh, my mom had bought a, a whole one of the, the rectangle things, and uh, I ate one and thought that was pretty good and proceeded to eat the whole bag. So uh, hopefully none of y'all had that experience, well, or maybe hopefully you did, but uh, moderation, I guess. i got to work on my moderation, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, at least it's something fun. With, uh, enjoy enjoy your slider Sunday with with moderation, as Brad says. And We're going to invite everybody out to unveil the car. We, we appreciate your time, and have a great race. Yep. Thank you, guys. Got it. It looked good, and the rolls were, they were absolutely delicious sliders over slowly cooked pork. Shredded pork, Kyle. It was good. They, uh, Carrie, Carrie and his group did an absolutely wonderful job all around. You know, it's a little crap because there's a lot of people there covering the show. I didn't mind. I was in the house, Kyle. That's all we wanted, wasn't it? That's right, Rowdy. We made it in, and you got to eat some sliders. And, you know, sometimes that media center food's really good. Um, you know, depends it on was, you know, where uh, you're at. But 
Yeah, it, it, Pocono, I think, by far the best, though, Kyle. Well, yeah. except on uh, Crab Day down in uh, Stow Crab Day at, at Homestead. It's kind of hard that's to beat that. Yeah, you've got yeah, to that's, experience that's that. Yeah, well, when Homestead was still the finale, that's when they were ripe, too. That time of the year was around November. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, Kyle, we got a, another one we talked about playing uh, with the controversy with uh, William Byron. He also got a contract extension, so uh, he's probably glad he got that over with. He don't have to worry about that. So let's, right. let's listen. Right now for the next three years. That's right. Really, to, to get the wins that we did and then I have this announcement today is obviously great. So uh, really excited for it, excited for the next few years, and just want to keep building what we're, what we're doing with our 24 team. I feel like we're, we're uh, really starting to build good momentum and got great people around me with my crew chief, Rudy, um, and all the people that he's assembled under me. So uh, just, just really excited and thankful and uh, hopefully keep it going. All right. We'll now go to questions for William. If you have a question, raise your hand. We'll get to as many questions as we can in the time that we have. Um, for our first question, we'll go to Bob Pockers. Go ahead, Bob. Yeah, William, uh, was there any part of this negotiations that were difficult for you just from the sense of, you know, now that you've really established yourself, you had wins, like you could probably make, I want to say demands, but ask for things that maybe you couldn't ask for in the past and maybe wait and, you know, maybe you had some leverage. Was it any different of a negotiation in any way stressful um it was a little different um but i thought yeah i think it's really fair i think they've done a great job and um you know I, i've got with connected with rod moskowitz this this off season started working with pro sport and uh yeah it was it was definitely different you know this is kind of my first deal outside of my rookie um contract and and i think that it's um you know, good to kind of understand the economic sense of the sport a little bit more as I've gotten older and start to understand all the moving parts and uh, what goes into it. So, uh, yeah, I thought it was educational and, and fair and um, definitely left me excited and, and um, you know, looking forward to the years ahead. So, I, yeah, it was, it was different for sure, and, um, you know, but I'm happy with it, happy with how everything turned out. And speaking of the economics of the sport, uh, you know, Chase signed a five-year deal, and there's some people who say with the TV deal coming up for renewal and you not knowing how much the teams are going to be getting and starting in 2025 that you shouldn't go all that far out. And I'm curious if you were like if, – if, if anything was discussed about putting it beyond three years, and was there anything in your thought of saying, okay, let's let's not go too far – into the future without knowing what the TV deal is. Yeah. I mean, I think those things are all at play for sure. I think that, you know, our sport's going through a, a big change and uh, a change for the better, really. I mean, we're, we're really, you know, thriving, I think as a sport and seeing how, how much the fans are turning out to the races, how the TV ratings are, things like that. So uh, it's exciting, you know, for somebody like me coming into the sport, you know, I'm 24 years old and hopefully have a long career ahead and, um, want to see the sport do well. I want to see, you know, fans be interested in what I'm doing. And I've got a lot of support from, from friends from high school and things like that, that are watching the races that I, I didn't get those messages a few years ago. So it's cool to see that. And um, yeah, you know, hopefully, hopefully we continue to, 
you know, as drivers benefit from from the the success of the sport. Thank you. Yep. Okay, our next question will go to Matt Weaver. Go ahead, Matt. Hi, William. Thanks for taking time today. Yeah. Um, from a uh, next-gen standpoint, what has been the hardest kind of muscle memory adjustment you've had to make going from the Gen 6 car to the Gen 7? Yeah, it's, um, you know, I think that the car, you, you drive it a lot straighter. Um, you know, the, the old car, you, you had skew. Um, you had things in the, the car side force, obviously skew and side force were probably the biggest differences. And, um, with that came, you know, some, some ability to lean on the right side of the car and, uh, lean on the right rear, especially, um, and, and typically the cars didn't build so loose throughout a run. Um, I think this car builds a little bit looser. Um, and I think overall, it's just, you drive a lot more off the right front tire, um, you know, which is it's an adjustment, but it's not that hard of an adjustment because I feel like there's been cars along my career that have driven like that. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just different. I think that the biggest thing that we're seeing is the track change. Um, you know, we're seeing a lot of, a lot of change in the racetrack as the weekend goes along. And, and with that comes a lot more confidence by the end of the weekend, you don't see guys, you know, wrecking as much by the end of the races. So, um, you know, I think there's a shift going on in the racetrack that we're not used to. Um, you know, Goodyear's brought different tires. In, in a lot of ways, they're softer than we've ever had. So that's creating, you know, some variables. I had myself on mute. But also, uh, you, you've got Nashville this weekend, super late models with Donnie Wilson. And so I'm curious, um, how excited are you to do that? But also to see what that place could kind of become in the next several years with Speedway Motorsports looking to uh, turn that into something more. Maybe you could go cup racing there in the next five years or so. Yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, Nashville is an awesome racetrack and uh, got a chance to go test there on, on Tuesday. And just that experience was a little bit different than what I'm used to. I mean, I, the last time I went there was six years ago. So um, to kind of see how the racetracks evolved, you know, like you said, see the potential uh, for that racetrack that it has is really cool. And uh, I think it's a, it's almost a perfect racetrack for super late models because it's so low in grip. There's a lot of tire fall off, but it's fast as well. So you get to kind of see the horsepower of those race cars, um, but also see tire fall off. And I think that's, I mean, obviously the perfect equation, right? So, um, you know, I think it's a, a cool racetrack. It felt, felt good about our car and, you know, hopefully, can kind of get back to, you know, getting a win there and that car would be fun. So haven't been in it in a couple months. So it took a, a little bit of adjustment time, but hopefully it's a lot of fun on Sunday or Saturday. If NASCAR does go there, they're probably going to pave it. So it's not going to be the same, but do you think the next gen would race well there? Uh, I do. I do. I think, um, you know, the, it seems like a big heavy stock car race as well with some banking. So you know, I think some of our worst races are, are unfortunately the flatter tracks because uh, we just don't have the, I don't know, they're just so heavy that it's hard to hard to make much work, I guess. But the, the bank tracks like, like Nashville, I think, would be kind of a perfect racetrack for that. It's, it's honestly, it's probably half the banking of Bristol, so it's, um, I think it'd be perfect. Okay, our next question will go to Zach Cernalino. Go ahead, Zach. Hey, William, thanks for making the time today. Um, I'm curious, as you were going through these contract talks, 
the success you've had early this season, how did that impact both parties? Because um, you're proven uh, to both yourself and to your bosses that um, this next-gen car, you've been able to adapt to it fairly fairly well, fairly quickly. Um, as you look toward the future, how did how has this early success impacted uh, those talks? Yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to say. I feel like we, we kind of started them right around that time. So hard for me to say the differences there, but um, definitely seems like both sides are, you know, happy. I mean, I, I think that, you know, I'm happy where I am. Uh, they're happy with, with the progress that I'm making, um, you know, and I, I feel like there's that, there's kind of that, you know, excitement for the future of what, what we're going to do together. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, yeah, I don't, to answer your question, I don't know how much it changed it, but, um, you know, definitely, I think, I think everyone's happy. You know, Jeff was, Jeff was excited when he saw me at Dover and, um, you know, I'm excited too. And then also, um, Mother's Day coming up this weekend as well. I know, uh, um, it's been, um, there were some challenges over the last year. Um, how, I guess, how do you, did, did that change how you approach Mother's Day as, as a holiday uh, this year? Does it have any more meaning than it did previously? Um, I think for sure. I think, um, you know, that, that whole series of events has kind of changed my perspective in general on life. So I think that, yeah, it does. It does make it different because last year, this time, you know, it was, it was weird. Like, you know, no, none of my family went to the Darlington race, I don't think. So it was, it was weird. And, um, just a different kind of weekend. So, yeah, I think, you know, this week's, this week's already been good. We're, you know, doing a family dinner tonight. So, uh, getting to see my cousins and things like that will be fun and celebrate the moms in our lives and, um, just enjoy the weekend in, in general, obviously, you know, the race at Darlington to cap it off. So, uh, should be, should be a fun weekend, excited for her to go to the race and, uh, my sister as well. So looking forward to it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay, our next question will go to Lee Spencer. Go ahead, Lee. Thank you. Congratulations, William. Thank you. Um, you you seldom do an interview without mentioning Jeff Gordon, and I'm just kind of curious, how much of a mentor has he been to you, and how much has he helped you acclimate to your role at Hendrick Motorsports? Yeah, he's helped, he's helped quite a bit. I think he's just made me uh, comfortable, you know, in the Cup Series, and um made me understand what's important. Um, you know, he's not like, he's really good at managing both sides of it. He's good at managing the off track and the on track and uh, knowing, you know, knowing the importance of both. So I think um, that's been what I've learned from him over the years. And, um, and also little tidbits of information about, about racing too. So, you know, he's been, been good for me, but also good for the, the race team and good for Rudy. Like he'll come into our, you know, 24 room and he'll talk about, you know, racetracks and what to expect and, and what he thinks is important. And that's cool because, you know, he's won at a lot of the places. So, you know, I think it's, it's uh, great info. And you, you've got a lot of your training during simulation and the like, and I'm curious, you've also integrated a lot of different vehicles, you know, racing different vehicles outside of, of just your traditional NASCAR stock cars. Um, what's been more beneficial to you, increasing your work on simulation or the extracurricular racing? Oh, that's a great question. I think that's um, the question that we're all trying to answer <laughs> every week. You know, what's what's more important? Is it is it going to the simulator? Is it is it 
you know, going to a real racetrack, running something else. So, you know, I think the answer is both. I think, um, you know, as much racing as you can do um, is important. And, you know, with my age, I don't, you know, fortunately don't have a ton of other distractions and I can get a lot of time to go and, you know, sit in the simulator uh, at my apartment or go to the Chevy Sim or go to Nashville to test the super late model. So I think um, all that experience is great. I mean, look, I, you know, Monday wasn't the best day for me at Dover and uh, was able to kind of go to Nashville the very next day and getting, getting something else and, and erase kind of that memory of, of the weekend and get on with it. So it's nice to, you know, for me this year, it's been, it's been awesome for just my, you know, uh, mental thought process to be able to go into different cars and, and, um, you know, just keeps me fresh, I think. Appreciate your time. Good luck this weekend. Thank you. Okay. Our next question will go to Trey Downey with MRN. Go ahead, Trey. Hey, William. Um, this year it's seemingly kind of harder to pick out, you know, who's emerging as a possible championship favorite, but you're one of the guys that are kind of circled there. One of only two drivers with multiple wins, but I just wondered at this point in the season, almost a third of the way through, who would you consider your biggest competition in terms of getting to that championship four in Phoenix? Yeah, I think, um, no, to your point, it's definitely been, it's been hard to learn this car um, at different racetracks. You know, we, we've nailed it at certain tracks and then certain tracks we've been way off. So I think it's, it's just, um, you know, it's just learning the car, learning what it needs and the balance that it needs and kind of, you know, erasing those old memories of what the car used to drive like at that track because it doesn't really matter. So, um, I yeah, I don't know. I When it comes to competition, I, I still just think if we can just do our deal and just continue to build a notebook that's that's a good foundation, I think we're – I mean, we've got all the tools and resources to, to do well. So, um, yeah, I'm not too worried about anybody else. I, I continue to see, you know, my teammates, if they hit on the setup – they can win and I, I feel like we're just the same. So I'd say it's really just internal focus, um, trying to be trying to be good uh, every single week and try to build that notebook and uh, you know knowing that your teammates are going to be right there to, to challenge you for wins is, is a good thing. And looking ahead to next week, you and all of HMS has shown a ton of speed at mile and a half tracks. Just what are you expecting when you go to uh, Kansas for the first time in this new car next week? Yeah, you know, I think um, I, I'll answer that after I get through Darlington. I think Darlington's kind of my biggest question mark is kind of getting through that. But, yeah, I mean, we're, we've been to a couple high-speed racetracks. I, I think Vegas has been – it's been a long time since we went to Vegas, but we're obviously good there. We finished fifth and had a good result. So um, I, I'd see us being strong at Kansas for sure. I just haven't really – haven't put much thought into it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay, our next question will go to Sean Montgomery. Go ahead, Sean. Hey, William. Um, so just really talking about your relationship with Rudy and how y'all have grown since you've been together now a few years and how that's really developed since last year. Y'all made a strong run in the playoffs, came up just a little bit short. How have y'all refocused and pretty much set your goals up for the season to make it further into the playoffs and try to win the championship? Yeah, I think um, for us it's just learning this new car. I mean, that's kind of – Everything we did last year was was great, and it kind of set a, a good foundation for what is important to us, and you know how we're gonna how we're gonna I guess approach our season. Like what 
you know, what we want to go for. Obviously, playoff points is a big part of that, um, trying to get more of those. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's just all about communication. And we do – I feel like he and I, when we communicate well, we're, um, we're really good and, and we can have a lot of success. So we just – keep working on our communication. I, what I like about him is that after a tough race, he, he, he digs his feet in deeper and, and figures out how to, how to solve problems. And, um, you know, he's a problem solver. So I, I like that. I like that aspect. And I think that's why we've always been good. We just, you know, we're able to rally from bad races and, and get closer together and go to work on it. Can you just talk a little bit about your personal relationship, maybe some things that you do outside of the track to try to get closer or just how y'all focus together on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, I mean, we don't, I mean, we don't go get a beer together or anything. I mean, it's not, not like we're best friends on off the track, but I, yeah, we care about each other and our families and, and uh, yeah, we, you know, I, I like to see what his son Reed's doing and, and um, you know, all that. And, you know, he cares the same about me. So I, yeah, I think we, you know, we text a lot, you know, and talk a lot on the phone and stuff. So it's a pretty, at this level, it's a pretty constant relationship. Yeah, just last question. How has being a young core at Hendrick Motorsports really provided you guys with a new spark and a new outlook compared to some of the older guys in the Cup Series? Um, I mean, I think it's just circumstances that we're all the age that we are, but I think it's just, you know, our path to the Cup Series and the way that we've all came together, um, you know, we have different experience levels from different race cars, but um, I think we all get along really well because we're similar in age and um, we all like similar things. I mean, you know, a few of us play golf, a few of us go race other other things. And so we all have, we all have kind of common interests, I'd say. Okay, thanks so much. Good luck this weekend. Thank you. Okay, and I know that um, we are going to cut this short with some hands still raised, so apologies to everyone that still had some questions. Um, so, William, we want to thank you for your time, congratulate you yeah. on the contract extension, but we know that you have another interview to jump to here in just a few minutes, so thank you again for joining us, and all the audio and video from this session will be available on nascarmedia.com, and good luck this again in Darlington. Yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Have a good one. All right. One. Thank you, guys. Everyone have a great afternoon. All he's got is uh, seat time. He's got no girlfriends. And all he wants to do is race, Kyle. That's not a bad thing. He's concentrating on racing. And you see on the track how good he's been lately. So uh, Yes. And that 24 team has been really good. And, you know, they, they seem like they, they have everything squared away there. So... Uh, he's going to be at the fairgrounds this weekend, Kyle? No, he ran the fairgrounds last weekend or Saturday. Okay. So he runs Saturday and then flew in on Sunday. So did did, uh, Chandler Smith, too, didn't he? From running on Friday. Chandler ran the race, too, uh, the the Southern Super Series race. He ran it, too. Yep. Well, all right, Kyle, did you get, was you able to load up that Joey Logano? Not yet, Rowdy. Uh, I got tied up. Uh, That's all right. But, uh, yeah, Joey, uh, I know Joey, um, you know. We'll play him on uh, Thursday night. Yeah, Joey did a good job there. Uh, you know, I know there was a lot of 
lot, a lot, a lot of people talking about it. So, uh, but you know, that's how Joey Logano is. So, um, yeah, you know, um, a very aggressive approach at the end of the race, and um, you know, we see that um, with some of these cup races. You know how, um, how 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 bad it is to win a race, and you know how to try and get it. Well, Kyle, it was some controversy there. I was right in the middle of it. <laughs> it it all spilled out right there on at me at me feet. Yeah, it was it was uh it didn't take William William Byron it didn't take him long to get out of that that race car. I ain't never seen nobody get out of a race car so fast unless it was on fire. Yeah, William didn't look too happy, but, uh, you know, I, I know that, you know, he met, you know, we were talking about Kansas being a mile and a half and uh, the next-gen car being there, um, really a big test, you know, especially when they go back there in the fall uh, for the playoffs. So or I think it's the playoffs. But, um, yeah. you know, when they go back in September. So, um, you know, that's still a crucial time. And, you know, they, you know, gather some notes up and get ready for the playoff race. Kyle, what you got for us to close this out tonight, eh? Well, Rowdy, uh, hoping uh, we get some racing in this weekend. Uh, like I said, busy week here in PA. Uh, the uh, the World of Outlaws are going to be at Lincoln Speedway Wednesday night for the Gettysburg Clash. Uh, then two nights later, they go to Williams Grove for two nights uh, for the Spring Nationals. Uh, and then uh, I know we got Bridgeport coming up next Tuesday, May 17th, with the World of Outlaws before they, they head west. Uh Hopefully we you know we get some racing in the next few weeks. Uh, I know it's you know crucial time of the year, especially with with Memorial Day right around the corner, and it's almost mid-May. So uh, hopefully we get to see some more racing here in, in Pennsylvania and in the Northeast in general. And uh, you know I think my next race, at least that I know of, for sure, will be the World of Outlaws Late Models at Bloomsburg Fair Raceway on Thursday, May 19th. I'll definitely be there for that. So. Um, just keep it keep it to the Rowdy Maglite page, racing Rowdy Maglite Racing Media Facebook page, RowdyMaglite.com, TikTok, YouTube, you, you name it. We got just it. Just keep it there, and uh, we'll keep posting and updating it. Man, Kyle, I appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to start back with Kerry Thorpe. Uh, that all relationship started with a NASCAR banquet, and uh, him and Debbie coming and standing at our table, and I, everybody meeting all the other people around the different tracks and some of them I knew and met some new new folks in the NASCAR world but uh Kyle man it was three days of great racing Darlington lived up to everything I thought it would would be and that new car too uh they just scrubbed they just scrubbed the wrap slap off the passenger side but, hey, we'll be back Thursday night. Get us ready for Kansas, for a big weekend in Kansas, Kyle. I don't, I'm going to find out some local track to kind of, I think I mentioned it earlier, try to head over here to Columbus at uh, Magnolia Speedway or I don't know what Talladega Short Track's got coming up or Moulton. I want to do something local in dirt. That's what I want to do next. So, anyway, Kyle, my light shine for three days in Darlington. I got it here, packed away. Looking forward to Thursday night, Kyle. Appreciate it. Uh, hang in there with me. 
No problem, Roddy. I got you. Well, it's like it is always. We're just going to try to get a little better each week. Getting ready. PA, Kyle. Nashville and PA, I think. A lot going on. Watkins Glen. Back to Talladega. Back to uh, Daytona in August. A lot going on. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.